Can we turn our Bible to the book of John? John chapter 11. So I'm going to read from verse 17. It's a very wrong reading, so we just have to take it. Praise the name of the Lord. John chapter 11, verse 17. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave for four days already. Now, Bethany was near unto Jerusalem, about 15 followers off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. The matter, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went out, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then say matter unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou will ask of God, he will give it to thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall live again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were there, yet shall he live. And whatsoever, and whosoever believeth, whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yes, Lord, believe that thou are the Christ, the Son of God. He should come into the world. And when she has so said, she went away and called Mary, her sister, secretary, saying, The Master is come and called for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. The Jews then fished were with her in the house, comforted her when, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out for her, saying, she goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then Mary was come. So then when Mary was come where Jesus was, she saw him and fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping with and the Jews weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit, troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They say unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. 
Verse 36. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them say, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? When therefore, Jesus therefore, again groaning in, the, in himself, coming to the grave, it was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take he away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, say unto him, Lord, by this time he stinked, for he had been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Say I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, thank thee that thou hast heard me. Verse 42. Now I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I say it again, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when thou hast spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth. Bound and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. By the power of mercy, whatever has bound you down before now, it will let you go in the name of Jesus. I want us to be on our feet. We are going to take two prayers before we share the word. The first prayer upon you, you are going to lift your voice to God and say, Father, Father. I can't hear you. Say, Father, in this service this morning, let your mercy rotate me. In the name of Jesus, just go ahead and pray that prayer. I can't hear you praying. Father, in this service this morning, let your mercy locate me. Cause your mercy to locate me. Cause your mercy to locate me. Father, in this service this morning, let your mercy locate me. Let your mercy locate me. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. The second prayer point you are going to pray. You are going to pray and say, Father, by the power of your mercy, overrule every calamity written against me, against my life, 
against my destiny, against my family, overrode it in the name of Jesus Christ. Mercy of God overrode judgment. The mercy of God overrode judgment. Oh God, the power of your mercy. Every judgment, every calamity, wherever men, they are sudden and concluded my matter. Lord, this morning overrode it by the power of your mercy. Overrode it by the power of your mercy. Thank you, King of Glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, honor your word today and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let somebody hallelujah. Please have your seat in his presence. This morning, we will be talking what uh, I do echoes. Praise God. Echoes of God's mercy. The hymn that was sung, you see, echoes of his mercies. Jesus, I'm just going to pick one verse in the Bible passage that we read. Verse 36, the Bible says, Jesus wept. Praise God. The weeping of Jesus was born out of compassion. He was born out of mercy. He was born out of frustration that his close friends were going through. We all knew that Jesus or from the scripture that we read from verse 1 down, the messenger that was sent to Jesus said, Thy friend, he, the one that thou loveth, is sick. So it has been established in the scripture that these people had a very close relationship, encounter with Jesus. Unfortunately, death came and took Lazarus away. When Jesus saw these people weeping and weary, was moved with compassion. The mercy in him could no longer contain him. He has to express, say, praise the name of the Lord. I say we are talking about echoes of God's mercy. What is echoes? Echoes are a refraction of sound. When you look everywhere here and you make a sound or you drag a chair, you will hear echoes all over here. It's a refraction of sound. Praise the name of the Lord. 
a sun echo, a sun is made and it is reflected back to the maker of the sun after a period of time. Make it, you will stand still, you hear about the echoes. So what is mercy? There are so many definitions that we have. So I say this, mercy is undeserved favor, kindness, forgiveness, compassion, Show to someone who did not have claim to it or has the ability to repay. That is mercy. That is compassion. Is it? It's undeserved favor, kindness, forgiveness, compassion. Show to someone who has not claim to it. And without ability to repay. The act of mercy or compassion can be found in John chapter 3, verse 16, when he gave his only begotten son. Love compared God. To show mercy on us. Praise the name of the Lord. Love is a compeller. If you say you love. And there is no physical demonstration. Of the love you claim. I doubt if you really love. You can't love with physical demonstration. Of the love. Jesus here. You see God here demonstrated his love by giving his only begotten son. So now what is echoes of God's mercy? Echoes of God's mercy are sound that produce mercy in people's life. Echoes of mercy are sounds that produce mercy in the life of people, in our own lives. Praise God. As you all seated here, we are the reflection of God's mercy. I say, echo is a reflection of a sound. So we are the reflection of God's mercy. He gave his holy begotten son so that we can be blessed. So that we can call. Praise the name of the Lord. That is the mercy of God. The question is, what is our life worth? What could our life be without mercy? Without compassion and forgiveness of God? We are but nothing. Praise God. Our life without the mercy of God are nothing. We are, we are insignificant. Object like an ant that you see and kick it like this. That's what we are. If you call it, you can call us uh, sound or dust. That's what we are. Without the mercy of God. We are talking about echoes. Where we read, we see Jesus called for Nazareth who was dead. 
for four days. Dead as dead. Praise God. Can we turn our Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 13? Media, please, can I have 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 13? We are talking about the echoes of God's mercy. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30, the Bible says, it says, for we write not other things unto you. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30, yes. It says, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. I want us to underline the word, the father of mercies. He did not say the father of mercy. He said the father of mercies. English students, you see mercy is used in a plural form. How does plural work? It's when you are talking about more than one or two things. Praise God. When you are talking about more, something more than one, you donate guys, something more than one, two, three. We all know. That is what the Bible says. So meaning that God has various aspects of mercy. He has various ways he can demonstrate his mercy in our lives. Um, two Sundays ago, a pastor that woke up, taught us about the basis of God's mercy. That was the one aspect of God's mercy. And after that, we have several messages, wonderful messages. And please, if you meet any of this, if you miss any of this service, please get the message from the media. They are powerful message, fantastic message. When you listen to those messages, you will know, and your life will not remain the same. Praise the name of the Lord. He talked about the basis of mercy, how we are brought to God by the salvation. Name of the Lord. There are several aspects of God's mercy. So we are going to move on. What can echoes of mercy do in our lives as as the children of God, as children, as children of God. What can echoes of mercy do in our life? One, echoes of mercy has the ability to reverse the irreversible. Echoes of mercy, the sound of mercy, the voice of mercy has the ability to reverse the irreversible. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews, Hebrews 2 verse uh, 14. Please, media, just go with me. Try to catch up time. Hebrews 2. It says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, verse 15. They, and deliver them 
that through the fear of death were all their lifetime suggest to bondage. Praise the name of the Lord. Before and during the time of Jesus when he walked at Jerusalem and Batani, the, the, the city where um, Lazarus was, the city of Lazarus, there was this unquantifiable fear of death. Men say, or believe that death is final. Men believe that death is total. Men that death causes irreparable loss, irredeemable loss. That was when men what men believe. But Jesus came on the scene, and not only did Jesus demystify the mystery of death, he told us the whole war that that he is not only have the power of resurrection, but he said, I am. What did he say? I am resurrection and life. That is what he said. He said, I am. So dead, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? Let's go to verse 20, 25 when he made that statement. John He said, Lay Prataya who sata. He said, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live again. Resurrection. And the life. Are the mention of your holy name that things will come alive? of Jesus, dead things will come alive. I decree in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, every dead thing in your life, I call it forth in the name of Jesus. That dead business receive the resurrection power of God in the name of Jesus. That dead womb, I command you to come alive. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever is dead in your body, 
By the power of resurrection, I command you to come alive in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of Glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. There are so many we can learn from that story. A cause of mercy brings an end to sorrow. A cause of mercy brings comprehensive restoration. A cause of mercy brings lifting. It's a lifter. He said, Nazareth that was laid, he was lifted up. It's a lifter. A cause of mercy loses one from bondage and long standing reproach. He was born and he was asked to set loose. Echoes of mercy, tyrants, your accuser, and mockers. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I'm going to take one. Now, echoes of mercy brings provision. Praise God. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 15. I just have to mention the other things there so that we can move on. Matthew chapter 15, verse 32. Matthew 15, 32. We're going to read 32 to 33. Then Jesus called his disciples unto himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have continued with me now three days. I have nothing to eat and I will not send them away fasting lest they faint in the way. Verse 33. And his disciples said unto him, Where should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so a great multitude. Praise God. A cause of mercy brings provision. You see, when we write there, the story, Jesus preached a message, and after the message, it's discovered that the people were hungry. Because when you read that, it said, because these people have continued with me now for three days. They were in the wilderness. There was no, I said the other day, that wilderness is wilderness. It does not matter the location that you are. That's why we pray that prayer. Let your mercy locate me. Wherever you are, it does not matter. They were in the wilderness. Wilderness is wilderness. There is no other definition for sunny wilderness. It is a dry place. A place of no help. A place of no assistance. The Bible says, these people, they have continued with me for now until days, and they have nothing to eat. He said, what, what did he do? He said, I, I had compassion. God will have compassion on you. In the name of Jesus. He was moved with compassion to provide meal for these people in the, in the wilderness, in the desert, where there was nothing, where no help. Where they were, were expecting no help. Praise God. That is what the mercy of God can do. Like I say, where you are does not matter. I don't know the level or where you are in your life. Whether up or down the middle, below class or whatever, on the floor, I don't know. But I know a God who by his mercy, he can lift one from the dungeon and set him among the princes on her. Wherever the location does not matter. God mercy will reach out unto you in the name of us. 
echoes of mercy. When he speak, it is settled. When the voice came, it is settled. Lazarus was so joining was in the bosom of Abraham. But when the echoes of mercy sounded, he heard and turned back and began to sojourn back to life. Man, I don't know how far you have gone. I don't know how far you have gone. Like they plug in that song. You have gone to a very far country. Wherever you are, God mercy will bring restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's move on. Now, I say this also. Why are people suffering today? If we serve a God of, of the God of mercy who can make provision available to us. A God of mercy who can deliver. So the God of mercy who can serve. Why are people still suffering? One, I put here, ignorance of God's mercy. Ignorance of God's mercy. Ink of God's mercy. Psalm 1. Psalm 106, verse 7. Psalm 106, verse 7. He said, Our fathers understand not thy wonders in Egypt. They remember not the multitude of thy mercies, but provoke him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Inglorance is the basis thing that people suffer as the children of God. He said, our fathers understand this not. Understand Understand not the mercies of God. First Corinthians. First Corinthians 2 8. He said, if they understand, if they have no the wisdom of God, they will not have crucified the King of glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 8. He said they will not crucify the king of glory. My people perish because of lack of understanding. I said this the other day. By the grace of God, I have applied the law of sowing and reaping, and it works for me. Some years back, a company that I work with owed me about three months' salary. One day I just wake up, I've been calling this person, calling this man, Sir Alpha, now, your guy is broke. 
send something to this guy. You know, they come and say, there's no money, this and they will pay, we will pay, we will pay. One Sunday morning like this, I just wake up after I pray. I was led to sow a seed. And how much is there? I sowed this still. I went to, when I went to church, I came back. That Monday morning, a man called me and asked me to come over and he paid me my three-month salary. That was as a result of the seed that I sowed. For somebody to hold you for three good months without paying you a dime. What happened? Overnight, that he paid me that. That was the law of sowing and reaping. I believe that faith without what is dead. So you must not be sitting idle. You must do something. He said he will bless the works of our hands. I believe this thing. I believe that God is a God of justice. So that sinners shall die. But I also discover that when God decided to show you mercy, he suspend every other law. When God decided to show you mercy, he suspend every other law. The question is, you must position yourself for God to show you mercy. So how do you position yourself for God's mercy? One. Yes, let me start with that. True prayers. Prayer, a man say prayer, is, is what you give to God to invest in your life. So if you don't pray, God will not have anything to work with in your life. If you call God and he look like this and he's looking for something to work in your life, God will not say it. Prayer keep you constantly in the presence of late 2018, there about, or 2019. We had an issue that is just a challenge. One of the brothers was sick. Seriously. To the point that was a kind of giving out his will, bringing out his will, and the church called for a prayer. The church rose up and prayed. And the brother was restored. God saved his life. And those who are conversant with, whenever there is a call for prayer, I always say, God, please, let's ask God to show him mercy. Because at that time, it's not a time of binding and losing and casting out demons. Yes, there are good things. But at that critical time, what a man needs to survive to maneuver the situation is only the mercy of God. So prayer, you must, if you need the mercy of God, Says the message of God, you must 
Invest in your prayer life. Number two, repentance. Repentance. Very, very important. Repentance. Psalm 51 verse 17. Psalm 51 verse 17. Repentance. You must come to God with a repented heart. Psalm 51 verse 17. He said, the sacrifice of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. That is what this lady, this lady on the poster here is doing. Just, can we have the poster again? Do you see this lady? What she's doing? She has looked back and see where she's coming from and realized that without the mercy of God, there will be no way for her. She humbly come before God with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And the God will not despise. For you to obtain mercy, you must have a broken heart. You must act like this lady here for you to obtain mercy. Praise the name of the Lord. So, all eyes closed because we are going to go into prayers. If you don't settle the matter with God now, tomorrow may be too late. Tomorrow may be very, very too late. I don't know if you are listening to news. People are dying just anyhow. There is no week that, that there is no issue of somebody just sleep, they don't know, wake up, slum, and just like that. So many people, check online. A pastor, the late Pastor Bolaji, preached like that. The nurse is slept. He could not wake up. It could be you, sir. It could be you, ma. You don't know when God will come and knock at your door. You don't know when God will say, this is my life. Give it to me. If you are here, if you are not giving your life to Christ, and if you want to be born again, if you want to surrender all to Jesus for him to show mercy, please just raise up your hand. No he's seeing you. Just raise up your hand. Jesus is here to save you. Jesus is here to deliver you. I don't want you to go back the same way. You don't know what is waiting for you outside. This is an opportunity for you to come back to God. Just raise up your hands and we will pray with you. If you are there, you want to give up, you want to give your life to Christ. You want to surrender up to him. You want him to rewrite your destiny. Saying to him, I have made a mistake. I want you to rewrite my destiny. Just say to him, just hands. It's only God. If you are ashamed of him, uh, he will be ashamed of you on the last day. Okay? Let's be on our feet. God bless you. Thank you for that hand.
know there are so many of you. You are looking, looking at me, looking left and right. <laughs> now the water has been stirred up. If you don't take advantage of today, tomorrow may be too late. Tomorrow may be too late. Tomorrow may be too late. Please, my brother, just can you kindly come forward so that our pastor will pray with you. Please. Let's clap our hands for him. He's making, he's having an encounter with destiny. Congratulations, sir. You are passed from death to life. For this decision that you have made today, at the, at the last day, you will see angels. Our God will welcome you with ovation. People will stand and clap us for just the way they are doing. You are a conqueror. You are a victor. Those that are there, you refuse to come out. I pity you. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. So the first, we have some prayer, prayers here. We might not take all the prayers. We'll just take one or two prayers and uh, we'll move on. The first prayer point here, the Bible says, it says, Jesus said to them, take away the stone. The voice of mercy said, take away the stone. The echoes of mercy sounded, remove the stones. And the stone was removed. So you're going to lift your voice to God and say, Father, by your mercy, remove every obstacle and barrier preventing my life from manifesting your glory. In the name of Jesus, just go ahead and pray that prayer. By the power of your mercy, remove every obstacle, every barrier preventing my life. In the name of Jesus. Just go ahead and talk to him. Just go ahead and talk to him. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You are going to lift your voice to God and say, Father, by the power of your mercy, hide me and my family from every arrow of death moving around the face of the wall. In the name of Jesus. Just go ahead and pray that prayer. By your power of your mercy, hide me and my family, my loved ones, everyone connected to me from every arrow of untimely death, from every arrow of sudden death, in the name of Jesus Christ, from every arrow of sudden death, every arrow of sudden death, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of glory, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. The last prayer point you are going to pray. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I can't hear say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Protect me. And everyone that connected with me. From, from the power of death. In the name of Jesus. Just go ahead and pray that prayer. Father, protect me and everyone that connected to me. From the power of death. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Every voice of accusation. Before me, lay prata, yaboso prata. Lord God of heavens, silence it in the name of Jesus. Silence it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. You are going to pray and say, Father, anywhere I go from here, let the door of mercy be open unto me and my family. In the name of Jesus.